Welcome to A Spoonful of Podcast, where we dive into the magic of Disney destinations, searching for a great big beautiful tomorrow. Broadcasting from the backside of water. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 88 of A Spoonful of Podcast. I'm your host, Evan Dickens, here with Mr. Funkadelic himself, Brian Galloway. How are you today, Evan? I'm doing great. I am doing really good. And no, I was not a ventriloquist, and I did not just throw my voice with a girl's laughter. We actually have a third person on, and that is Miss Taylor Galloway. What is up? What's up? What's up? I'm so I'm here. <laughs> so glad you're with us today. Uh, we are, we are here to kind of just talk about some Disney news. It's been a while. We like to do a Disney news episode, you know, every after every you know maybe quarter or something like that, just to kind of catch up on stuff. Disney's released a lot of stuff out there. There's a lot of stuff that people are definitely talking about. I don't know if this round the topics are more or they're just causing. Like there's not on a quantity of topics, but more of quality of topics. I think people are talking a lot about these topics that we'll talk about. So there's a lot to go through, but Brian, would you like to start us off with the news topic, sir? Yes, I would. I would love to. And, and this is, um, I always love doing You're the handling news. the weather, or the sports, which <clears> I'm going to do weather sports. And uh, here we go. So I'm going to start off with this. This is an interesting one, but this is, I am, I am very intrigued. I am dying to do this. So. Guardians of the Galaxy Rewind has opened up in Epcot. Now, it's only been been uh, experienced by cast members and pass holders so far, but the reviews are tremendous, and everything that I've heard, it's you know, it's got to be one of the best rides. Ever. You know, it, it, you know, it's got to be one of the best ones. So, I am dying to go. I know. I think we all feel that. Um, I know down the road. I've heard this discussion. Now it's going to be a virtual queue, and then you're going to you can you can get individual lightning lanes to yep. purchase those to, to to ride on it, and that's fine. That's fine because I am dying to look forward to it. I everybody I've talked to so far, you know, gives it a A plus plus, um, which is which is tremendous. Um, so I don't want to give away anything that I've learned, but I just I just want everybody to know that. It should be your choice if you again if you like roller coasters. Now, if you don't like roller coasters, it's a different story. But if you do, make your plans because from what I hear, it's it's the best thing around right now. Yeah, I got a couple of things to say about this. Obviously, um, then Taylor, you know whatever you want to add to this, but I just want to give a couple of nuggets here because this is so interesting to me, which is this building. Okay, this show building, which is it's painted with the you know, the go away blue or the, the no see blue color that, you know, Disney has this, you know, this is some, you know, back history, Disney nerd stuff here, but Disney has this go away green and they have this blue color that they paint buildings that are really big or things that they would like hidden that the eyes kind of skip over on the skyline. So this guardians building, the show building is painted this blue color, but the building itself houses, of course, the main guts of the ride, this is the longest indoor roller coaster in the world. Secondly, here's a good trivia question for you. This show building will fit not one, not two, not three, but four spaceship Earths inside of this building. Oh, my God. Uh, no, it's amazing. Is, because you know, 
Ellen's energy, energy adventure was massive to begin with. And then if you look at it, it's only a small piece of that building. is only a small piece of what the ride is. Yeah. Uh, that, you know, it was the biggest thing on, in Epcot at that point, I think, uh, up in, besides Spaceship Earth. Now it's just psychotic. Now. It's crazy. Yeah. And I'm, you know, I listened to a pretty long, like two hour review on this ride. And I don't want to, like Brian said, I don't want to give a lot of way of what I know but I do know that this is a very smooth ride. Uh, I know that if you can ride a lot of other stuff on property, then don't worry about like motion sickness or anything like that. Yes, your coaster has individual cars that do turn, but I, but spin is a strong word for it. It pretty much just kind of moves smoothly to point your direction towards whatever's happening. And um, it, it's not it's not bad at all is what I've heard a lot of people say, but just a side note, just from what I've learned and not giving any specifics or anything like that, this ride has so many Epcot Easter eggs inside of it that it will blow your mind. How many Epcot Easter eggs are inside this thing? I had listened to this in-depth review and they talked all about them. So there's hints to Epcot's past current Epcot Disney pokes fun of themselves in it. It's just, the whole thing is just a an experience like well plus it also has guardian stuff i mean it's got some yeah great yeah. marvel marvel fans are going to see a ton of great guardian stuff in there too um it, it, no, this is going to be too. yeah they waited for this and this is going to be big this is going to be big i i am dying to go i don't think you know it's funny rise of the resistance i waited probably longer than i probably should have to go now I want to go on this bad. I really do. Well, I was going to bring up Rise of Resistance because, Brian, me and you talked about what is going to be the next thing. You do something like Rise, which is the newest, was the newest thing before Remy's on Walt Disney World property. And, you know, Remy's is a great ride, but it pales in comparison to Rise of Resistance. And then people who have rode Guardians. Guardians is, you know, this is not giving anything away, but this is another one of those experiences like Rise of the Resistance. Rise of the Resistance has a ride. But it also has stuff before the ride. Guardians is the same way. There's stuff before the ride. So they've made this an experience like Rise of the Resistance. And we talked about how is Disney going to top itself on Rise of the Resistance? And people are saying they're doing it. People are saying that it's surpassed them as their favorite well, ride. And you know something? <laughs> it, I have a feeling this is going to be passed very quickly too. But okay, well, oh, yeah. we could talk about that later. Yeah. Um, okay, let's go on to the next subject. We, we, we spent a lot of time on that, but that I, I'm dying to go. I, I know we Me too. I'm, I've been waiting for this. Like, I, I mean, I know I was kind of disappointed about Ellen being closed, but once they said what it was being replaced with, I was yes. like, okay, no, I'm fine. I'm good. <laughs> well, I mean, that's, that's a good point, Taylor, because – you know, Disney fans don't like change at all. Oh, and yes. when change comes along, it's, it's, it hurts, especially with Epcot. I mean, man, you touch stuff in Epcot. Epcot has a lot of the nostalgic Disney fans there. And when you close something like that, you know, I was listening to some commentary on this, and then we'll, I know we'll move on what they said, which is they closed Ellen's Energy Adventure, or that iteration, almost simultaneously as they announced the guardians ride going to be there they didn't leave like a year span in between that to where there's there's a lot of rumors floating around or there's a lot of 
you know, speculation or there's a lot of time for people to get upset. <laughs> they did it very quickly. And I think that's the way to do it, especially with, you know, since fans don't like change, close something down and like within a week announce what it's going to be. So it kind of eases the pain a little bit, you know? So, uh, anyways. Yeah, I mean, believe me, it's, it was a classic stupid Judy will go down in history, but it, um, <laughs> it will, it, I, it's time to move on, but this is a great way to move. So yes, let's go. Let's yeah. go. We've move on right. to next. Taylor, what next. you got? You got a nugget, a news nugget, a news nugget. I, I like that. I like that. <laughs> so I know, I know this one, my father has been waiting on for years since I feel like since I was little, he's always been waiting for something of this representation, but now it's, it's been announced that Disney's testing the Tron cars They started the at smaller, like shorter speeds, you know, slower speeds too, and then now they're starting at more faster speeds just to make sure that they're all safe. But there's no word on any start dates coming up soon. But I think that's a great step forward. I know you've been waiting. It could be, it could be like let's say here we have Guardians, and everybody says Guardians is number one. All of a sudden, Tron comes, and then Tron, (laughs) then Rise of Resistance goes down to like number three, all within a year. Well, I'm I'm curious though about Tron, and you know I could go and I'm I've not watched any like why well, okay I'll just lie I've watched a little bit of a POV from the Tron ride in Japan. Oh yeah, but I don't know if Tron is going to be like a whole experience like from start. You know, there's going to be you know like Rise of Resistance. There's like two queue. There's like three queues pretty much, or four queues even before you actually ride the ride. I don't. I don't know if Tron is going to be like that. And Guardians is like that, where it's kind of a whole storytelling experience. I don't know if Tron's going to be like that or if it's just going to be like a, you know, like a Seven George Bond train, like it's a coaster. You know, obviously well, it's going to be more thrilling, but you know what no, I mean? But I think if it's anything like the one that's in Tokyo, I, uh, it'll be fine. I think it'll be amazing. And we, we need something like we need a really good thrill ride this could be oh yeah this is the level of thrill ride that ride that we really need for for this park and um i i'm just this this is gonna be and, it's, and just and the structure itself is gonna be breathtaking yep which it is it's gonna be beautiful it's gonna be beautiful so and it's gonna add that it's gonna give this you know Tomorrowland is not very tomorrow right it's like the yeah. tomorrow of the 90s <laughs> it's like <laughs> what people thought tomorrow is gonna look like and by tomorrow i mean the future right so you add in this beautiful canopy of just just like futuristic lights and neon and like this it's just gonna look futuristic and you know it's not a square building right it's not a it's not a triangle building it's like this this canopy and it's just kind of i don't know it invites you into its atmosphere and it just i think it's gonna be so cool for you know, kind of the, the quote unquote skyline. I mean, think about if you're staying at Bay Lake, you you get to see Space Mountain, then you're gonna be able to get to see this thing lit up. And I think yeah. that's gonna be so cool. Yeah, it's gonna be cool. The one the one in Tokyo, if you ever looked at the pictures of it at night, it is amazing. Oh, it's just yeah. breathtaking to begin with. So uh, I hope it's like that. I, I have a feeling it's going to be, if not even better. Um they spent a lot of lot of time on this and uh I'm super anxious. Yeah, you know, this is crazy. These two these two amazing rides that are gonna be open very soon. Yeah. And I and I and I also just want to add like I know before Evan you mentioned how like it might not be the same like type of experience mm-hmm. as let's say Guardians of the Galaxy or Rise of the Resistance. You got to think about it. Not every ride's going to be like that. Right. I mean not everybody is interested in 
being on a ride for that long of time. I know people, like, I want to say, I'm not my age, I'd say younger than me. The reason that people like Universal better than Disney sometimes, I, I don't agree, but my, out of the people I've met, it's because they have more thrill rides. I feel like if, yeah. we, if, they, if Disney introduced more thrill rides instead of, like, uh, attractions and shows, especially in the Magic Kingdom, uh, I think yeah, definitely we'd see more positive than negative reviews. <laughs> yeah, I agree totally. That's a, that's a great point. I think, um, you know, and that's where Universal wins over like a Six Flags. Six Flags has a lot of thrill rides, but Universal does a little bit better service. So then you have Disney coming in, which is like the standard of service, and they're offering some thrill rides now with Guardians and Tron. It's exactly what the property needs. It's exactly what Magic Kingdom needs. Magic Kingdom is definitely lacking in the thrill rides. If you really want to call Space Mountain the the most thrilling ride there, it's you know going at twenty five miles per hour, and you get a free back breaking yeah, uh, on yeah. that on that ride too. Free. It's free. Yeah, no no charge to go to the chiropractor after that. But um, yeah, I just it, it man, Tron's going to be so smooth. It's going to be beautiful. It's going to really just kind of help Magic Kingdom be what it is. So yep. yeah, that's a good point. Okay, good. So I want to bring up uh, something that I, I'm going to go back to Epcot, okay? And recently they have announced, this was about about a week and a half ago, something like that. They announced an updated look of what the transformation of Epcot is going to be. So I want to kind of land here and talk about this for a second, because when they first uh, talked about Epcot and what it was going to look like, it was a little bit different than how they have released it now. So, you know, Epcot is no longer just going to be Future World and World Celebration. We actually went and talked, Brian, one of our first episodes. Yeah, episodes we talked about that. We yeah. talked about Epcot and what it was going to become, like, uh, you know, World Celebration, World Nature, and all the different kind of neighborhoods of Epcot. But in the middle, you know, right kind of behind or in front of however you, your perception of that is, Spaceship Earth was going to be this, you know, Dreamer's Point, the statue of Walt, and you know behind that was going to be this kind of maybe two-story building that has a the second floor has like a ga- a glass thing where you can see out of it. They were going to do the festival concerts there, that kind of stuff. Well, now they've scrapped that, so you can actually go online and, and I'll post a picture of this in the the Spinny Facebook group. But behind Spaceship Earth is now going to be almost what what looks like. I mean, this is a small version of like a like a Central Park or like a Piedmont Park in Atlanta. Something it's just very a lot of green space, open pathways. Dreamers Point still going to be there. It looks like a fountain's going to be there, uh, but they've done away with that big building, so it's going to be very open. And I don't think it's going to obstruct your view of World Showcase. From and I think that's yeah, I think standing. the fans the fans spoke out on that because there's a lot of beauty there, and you don't want to block it. Yeah, I definitely agree. So some things that you're going to have, uh, which we'll get to maybe in a second, one of the things that's, that's already opened, that opened recently, but it's going to become a still the, the hub of the festival. So like I'm picturing, Brian, instead of performers being at the America Amphitheater, they're going to be now at this Communicore Hall and Communicore Plaza, which is obviously hints to the old uh, Communicore record that kind of stuff so it's going to be a multi-use facility outdoor event space and they're going to have the the festivals 
be here. So there's going to be this huge green park space and they're going to do concerts, that kind of stuff. I think once this is done and now they also side note, they've released some more updated pictures of Moana, the journey of water, which will be in the world nature section, but it's all going to be this kind of cohesive area. And I will stick by this. Once this is done, I think it's, it's going to be hard to beat Epcot. Yeah, really especially is. how it looks it is going to be beautiful it is it's, it's the aesthetics that are, that are involved here are yeah. going to be amazing and the sun sunrise and sundown in that in that park it, the, i mean the pictures you're going to be able to get are going to be crazy so they're so. going to have lighting that is going to kind of uh, happen in different ways so lighting of course on spaceship earth which they already have that up right the little individual bulbs which is so cool they're going to have a kind of fountain and some lights interactive there. And they did confirm that they are bringing back just like in Pandora and animal kingdom, they're going to have bioluminescent pavement yep. in certain spots too. Yeah. So, and, they, and they used to have that um, yes. in uh, over near the land and um, journey to imagination. They used to be there and then, then it, for some reason it was gone. Right. So I hope that they, uh, hope they just coming back. So I am, I just want to hear y'all's thoughts, but I'm really excited about, how Epcot's going to look, I really think it's going, it's not even really going to be like a theme. I, you know, I don't even know what to call it. It's it's going to be like a... No, it's an experience. It's it gonna is. Be an experience it's going to be like an experience or like think, a park. You know, with the food and the the food and everything that's available and then the rides and then the, and then the views and it's going to be a very different, very different place. Um, and nothing, there's no other theme park in the world that's going to be like Epcot. And that, not that there is now, but there will, there'll never be because yeah. no one's going to ever go to that level to, to do something like that. And I think like, I don't even know how to explain it either. Cause I know you were trying to say like, like a type of theme, but it's not really a theme. It's just Epcot theme. Like yeah, everything about Epcot, it, it, why it's my favorite of all the parks to this day is just how, how, how creative it is and how it just makes you feel so like, I don't know. Like I'm so excited about everything that you were talking about. Yeah, there's this um there's this sense that you know Magic Kingdom inspires fantasy. You know, Animal Kingdom inspires adventure. Hollywood Studios inspires action. What does Epcot inspire? You know, it inspires like tomorrow, it inspires togetherness. It adds this like, you know, fantasy or adventure or action, you know, the Hollywood studio is about the movies. So it kind of transports you away. But I think Epcot, and I've never really thought about this before. So I'm kind of putting it all together in my head, but it kind of makes sense. Epcot is the realness of all the parks. It's like this, you know, it's a celebration of life. And it is to me. I yeah. mean, oh, I like that. I, Culture. I always thought of that. Life, I always yeah. thought of that. Like even back in the day when we had the invention and the way, the way did what was, you know, Roy, Roy, Walt, however, However, the, whatever the thoughts were behind that, I know a lot of it. Walt wanted this to be a place where people lived, but he, all, you know, they all Roy and Walt wanted they want to show the the human mind, invention, innovations, yeah, that's um, right. all those different things, and, and that's to me, it's a celebration of life. I, I think that's the best way to put it. Yeah, and it, it's the only one of the four parks that is about humanity and realness. Uh, it, it brings like the you know, the cultures and the countries of World Showcase brought together with the idea of tomorrow in what was Future World or now World Celebration, World Nature. 
it is that's what it is it's a celebration of life it's a celebration of um of just humanity and so i think that is that's why i think it's exciting because you know like you said brian epcot was supposed to be this prototype community this not utopia but this idea of where people can work and eat and and live and play and everything together and so it's just it's just a cool feeling yeah um but yeah, so that was, I want to just talk about Epcot and I'll post some concept art, what they're saying it's going to look like. They've revitalized it. They've revamped it. And I think it's going to look awesome. So yeah, go Epcot. Good. Yeah. Uh, no, I, I'm, I'm, this is going to be great. It's just going to be better and better and better. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll go next. Um, so this is a quick one, but it's, it's, it's a good one in a lot of ways because one of the restaurants that always seems to get a bad review all the time is Tony's town square. And again, I, the last couple of times we ate there, we had a great meal. So I can't really, yeah. I don't complain one bit about it, but people seem to, they tend to complain. They want, they expect it to be more than it is. And sometimes when you, when you have that high expectations, it's not going to meet it, but Tony's has been always good anyway. So they have a new menu and they've added a whole bunch of new things. And you know, I don't want to go through the whole thing now, but I was just, I was looking at it and I'm like, they have, they have, they've added garlic bread to every table. They have a tomato salad. They have Oven roasted shrimp scampi. They have a butcher steak. They have penne chicken al forno, um, mandarin cello custard, and they also have Tony spumoni. Um, but they've they've they're trying to beef up the menu because of all the the complaints. Yeah. Um, I, I'm glad for I'm glad they did this because it is a beautiful restaurant. It's smack in the middle of um, Magic Kingdom. It's it's a high volume restaurant. You're never going to always expect you know classic food at a high volume restaurant but they're trying their best to make it better because they've heard people complain so i'm i'm really happy to see this you know this is a quick nugget but it's uh something that's pretty important yeah wait just just a question like were people complaining about the food itself or about the service no both i heard both a lot yeah. yeah i think a lot was the food i heard it was like just I mean, people were saying you can get better food at, you know, Olive Garden or stuff like that. They just didn't, they didn't think it was a good representation of, a, you know, Italian food. But um, we're secondly, Italian, we're Italian. We know, we, but we don't right. go there expecting that, you know, we don't go there expecting that. But I have to tell you, we, again, Taylor, we have had some, some, one of our most memorable Christmas Eve dinners we had there one time. It was so good. We had such an amazing yeah. meal and we had a, a great service and it was just a, you know, so it, it's, I think it's always what people's expectations are, but Tony's gets a bad rep and it really doesn't deserve it. Yeah. I feel like we've always been proponents for that. Yeah. Like for Tony's, even yeah. though everybody's against it. Yes, I know. And we're Italians. So I feel like if anybody was going to hate it, it'd be us. Yes. But yeah. And, and I think it's about us. expectations too, which is exactly what you bring up. And, you know, you don't go to Tony saying this is going to be the best Italian restaurant we've ever eaten at in our lives. And nope. just like you don't go to a lot of these, you know, Pecos Bills. You know, you don't go there saying this is the best Hispanic food I've ever eaten in my life. I'm about to eat it right now. Or Columbia Harbor House and say this is the best seafood I'm about to eat in my life. There's no, a, you don't. It, you just you, go there with it's, Yeah, you're going for the experience. You're going for the, expe- you know, like you're on Main Street. You're eating on Main Street at a table service. No, I have restaurant. to say Columbia Harbor House could have one of the best tuna fish sandwiches I've ever had, but I don't. <laughs> Columbia Harbor House. And I, and really I go good. to Cape May getting yeah. the, expecting the best crab legs I've ever had in my entire life. But, well, they, yeah. but they could be. <laughs> Yeah. Okay, yeah. Dale, you could you could go next. <laughs> uh, well, another I have another good one, and it's definitely it definitely makes me very happy. Um, so 
this, this has been in the in the talks, and it's been very anticipated ever since the popularity of Encanto. But Lin Manuel Miranda has confirmed he he is definitely working with Imagineering on an Encanto attraction. However, there isn't much word yet on where it's going to be, if it's replacing anything, if it's going to be Disneyland or Walt Disney World, but there are rumors that the ride is going to be taking place of Tarzan, the Tarzan Treehouse in Disneyland, and it's outraged all the Tarzan fans everywhere. But I don't know. Like, I, I like the idea of an Encanto attraction. I know people were either wanting an attraction or some type of spinoff, like a TV show or a second movie. But I know uh, Lin-Manuel, he was like, nope, attraction first before anything else. I want I want to work with Disney. Yeah, and- there's going to be something. They have to. It, it, it's too popular right now. And it's it, it's actually it's another one. It's it's bringing some rebirth into Disney and and. Um, I think it, it'll, you're, we're going to see something. So I don't know what the Imagineers are doing, but that, yeah, that's going to be something pretty cool. So uh, I, I did not know this. So this is really oh. good news. And I've, I just looked it up as you were talking, Taylor, and you're right. Like that, I'm not saying you were wrong, but this is really, <laughs> this is really interesting because he said, just like you just said, um, he, would, he told Insider, which is what I'm looking at this, he'd like to see an Encanto ride before a sequel. He also said Disney Imagineers are working on creating a theme park attraction. And from Lin-Manuel Miranda, I can't say his name fast. He envisions that park goers will be walking through the Madrigal home. Um, You know, who knows what they would actually come up with, but I think that this is a great idea. I love Encanto. I think it is, the music is awesome. I honestly, before I even watched it, I was just not really that keen keen on it. Just the idea of it didn't really sound good. And then, it became quickly one of Ezra's favorite movies and he watches it all the time. And anytime a song comes on, he runs up to us and he is pushing us out of the chair. He's not even two years old. He's pushing us out of the chair and wants us to stand up. And then he wants us to pick him up and dance with him. That's hilarious. uh, He, he loves this movie and I would love to see an Encanto attraction. I think that would be so cool. And of course, Disneyland would probably get it because they get all the cool stuff. But um, I don't know. I mean, yeah, I think tar- there's, there's still, there's there's still people fans. wanting a Columbia, a Col- want them to make a Columbia area of Epcot just so we can make the Conto area. That was also in speculations I was reading too. Oh, so yeah, that's but the bigger good. one was the Tarzan Treehouse Disneyland one. They're just gonna in the back of actually in the back of Columbia Harbor House. They're gonna make an Encanto. Imagine, yeah, there you go. <laughs> Imagine. There's really, I don't think there is a back that says that's all the presidents. Yeah, yeah. right. Like <laughs> they're just gonna rename it. Col- like Columbia, Colombo, or Colombian Harbor House, or something, and there's Colombian gonna, Harbor yeah, House, Columbian and it's going to be themed with casita like, instead of yeah, they're going to no those, more seafood. Uh, yeah, that would totally throw off the theme of uh, of that yes. area. But yes, that would throw everybody off. April Fool's Day, you know. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so that's a good one. I'm I'm a huge Encanto fan, so that would be a good one. Um, next little interesting thing, and. Where did Disney come up with this from? Just kind of threw this out of absolutely nowhere. In the old Disney Quest building, they have temporarily, well, now I guess it's the old NBA experience building, which that didn't last very long. Surprise, surprise. Anyways, soapbox. But 
Uh, inside of that building, they have now opened a Star Wars virtual reality experience. It is quote unquote temporary, and it is by MetaQuest, which is the Facebook world. So it's probably using an Oculus. Um, but pretty much what it is is you go to this, and I think it this time it is still free from May the second through July twenty first. Yes. It is a virtual reality experience called Star Wars Tales from Galaxy's Edge. And you're going to kind of get this, I guess, Quest 2 headset, or I guess it is a Quest 2, so not Oculus. I don't know the real difference in that. I know Taylor could probably tell uh, me Quest, Quest is, it's uh, a part of, like, it's Oculus, like, Quest. Oh, okay, it's, same it's thing. It's similar, yeah. Okay, so, yeah, I guess you put I don't know anything on. about them, but I, I know I've been told. Yeah, gotcha. <laughs> you put this on, and then you can kind of go around Batu or see Batu. You kind of take this little adventure, this virtual reality thing. So I think it's an, isn't it an extension of Batu? Like there's places that you have never seen. Yeah. I think you get to go on like a kind of like a side mission or side adventure on this virtual thing. So yeah, it is like an extension or something like that. It's offered daily from noon to 10 PM. I don't know if there's reservations now, or you just walk up and make a reservation or something, or you wait in the line. I'm not exactly sure, but there will be Meta Quest staff members that will assist you uh, with, you know, either reserving a time if they do have like a. I'm, I'm picturing like Gideon's where you can wait in line, but if they get so busy, they're going to give you like a return queue time to come back. Um, so, well, well, you know, it's it's really. I've also heard some speculation on, you know, hey, because the void got closed because of right. Right, the void got closed because of the pandemic. Um, the void was one of the coolest things ever. I also feel that if this works, they'll they have the opportunity to take that building and make it into something like that. And maybe they can have different ones. You can go, you know, you maybe you'll be able to do something like the void or look at, you know, classic Star Wars characters and do that kind of stuff. Um, I've heard a lot of speculation on a lot of different nerd po- uh, podcasts and also um, websites about what they can do there if this works out. Um, they, you know, I don't know if they're going to charge a fee after it's free at first, like you said, mm-hmm. but they might charge a fee or they might make it like a regular attraction somewhere or like Disney quest. They had its fee, right? Disney quest was a fee. Right. So right. maybe they'll do something like that, but if it all works out because, you know, Disney quest at its best virtual reality was the biggest part of it. There was, there was you know, two whole floors of virtual reality. There's some crazy stuff there that was so ahead of its time. Um, there's enough room there. It's just a matter of, I don't know what they're going to do. Yeah, that's a that's a good point. It's a huge building. <laughs> it's a massive building. So imagine what they could do virtual reality wise for like a whole experience with that with that building. It would be really cool. I'm just surprised that it's free, honestly. Yeah, ain't that the truth? Well, that's at the beginning. No, that's only at the beginning. From what I hear, it's only yeah. free at the beginning. So yeah, yeah, I mean, like if you think about it, like like you said, Disney Quest was a fee, but that's that's not a bad thing. Right. I feel like if it's you're paying to go into the parks. Why shouldn't you pay to go into, into like Disney quest or the NBA experience? Like, no, yeah, they, they were, they, I mean, the, it was justified because otherwise it would have been too crowded. Yeah. So no, um, that's, no, it's what, what would be the point of keeping it if you're yeah, not getting no, any, I, any profit? I loved Disney quest. I loved it. It was such a cool, I know we, I know you, we all loved it. Um, I was so sad to see that go, but this could be a good, that was my childhood. Yeah, I know yeah. we, we went all the time. Um, I never got to experience it, unfortunately. But the NBA experience uh, is great in theory. It's I would think it's a great thing, but it just really doesn't belong right there. Oh, yeah. There. I, I never got to go there, and I'm the biggest NBA fan, but I, I never got to go there. I just so. don't think it really belongs in Disney Springs. I mean, you have 
you know, you have Splitsville. And it should have been, have it the, should have been in all star and ESPN world of sports. Yes, that's where it should have been. That's where it should have been. And I know a lot, a lot of people go to like ESPN world of sports. I mean, unless you just want to go over there, but that would give people, I guess, a reason to go over there, you know, watch where, walk outside, see where your favorite teams spring train and stuff like that. I mean, that, yep. it would fit over there, but I just didn't think it fit right there. And you already have like this kind of, um, Brian, you went and watched, uh, a game there at our, the trip that me and you were on and you were there watching a, a game or something at, uh, was it city works? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, I, I, yeah. I, I watched, I, I watched this. Yeah. I watched the basketball game. Um, it yeah. was great. It was great. It was, I so, love that, uh, that, you know, that's like, there's not that many places you can do that. Right. Um, which I thought that was, you know, it was a, it was a great setup though. You know, like the, the TVs are right there. It was, it was really nice. Yeah. Yeah. And I think if you're going to do something sports related in Disney Springs, you're going to have to have food, and you're going to have to, it's going to be more like a restaurant thing instead of that kind of experience. So I don't know. I think there's a lot of reasons why that didn't maybe work out, but uh, yeah, I'm interested to see what that turns into though. So that was mine. That was okay. my little so my next one's my, my, I, the next one's going to be a very interesting one. And I want to, I want to do a shout out to Disney security. Um, there's a lot of crazy, Ooh. a lot of crazy things. Yeah. A lot of crazy <laughs> things been going on and people always complain about Disney security. And I have to tell you that, I think the what you what people don't realize is how good they are and, and the things that they do do a lot of stuff that they they do and they they solve or resolve we don't even know about because it's all done they get it they get it taken care of and erased and we don't even know what what went on um but over the last i don't know month there's been some crazy stuff going on in the news you know there's oh my been God. there's been ferry boat fights right we know we see that but that you know, but they they've been cleaned up, and you know nothing crazy happened. Um, there there was recently a a father and son who were working together to steal strollers and things out of people's strollers, mm-hmm. um, which again terrible. But they caught the guy. Um, there's been an unlicensed taxi cab drivers um, who go around with Disney tags on, saying that they're Disney. Now, again, people, if you're hearing this. Take an Uber, take mirrors, take, take right, uh, right. anything that's licensed. If you're going to, but don't go with an unlicensed person, but people don't, they, they think they're saving some money and they do this stuff. You shouldn't do that, but they get caught and they're, and, they, and they're, the Disney police are catching these people. Um, there was a couple of cat, uh, cast members arrested at, at Port Orleans for stealing from people's rooms, yep. but they got caught and there was some, there was some really cool, you know, they, they, they caught them in a web, you know, they, they, they set up a trap and they caught them. Yep. Um, and the last one that really bothers me though, this is the one that I, I, uh, it just bothers me and I, and it's in the news and we're talking about news. So it doesn't always have to be great magical news, but there's these idiot Nazis at, at, at in front of the, the gateway oh, yeah. sitting I there protesting that. the other day. And of course they got removed, but I, I, that can happen. What, what, what does life, what do you not have in life that you have to bother doing something like this? It's, 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 I, I just can't, you know, I can't say it enough about it, but all I want to do is I want to applaud Disney security because they get a, they get a bad rap and they're trying to be as nice as possible. And, you know, and they're doing the best they can, but they keep that park very safe. And this is a great example. It's like all these things are happening and people report on them, but let me tell you something. I don't think a lot of people even knew half the stuff was going on. The Nazis, I think it kind of got all over. People saw it, but they were gone before, the crowds happy, you know, came through. They were gone very early in the day. Um, those are the kind of things that I appreciate that they're looking out for us as as our as guests. 
um, they're always looking out for us. And, and I really appreciate that. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I, so I saw them, I saw that, uh, then there was people out there holding, you know, signs and they did the Nazi thing. And then it's, you know, it's, I also applaud Disney security. And I, I was actually talking about this with, um, our, our worship pastor at our church. We were, cause he went earlier this year, he went in February and it was the first time that him and his family, he's got a, a wife and two kids, two boys that they've been in a, I don't even know if they've ever been as a, as a family. He maybe went when he was little or something like that is what he told me. But we were talking about, there's not a lot of places. I mean, heck, not even just like in our state, in our, in our country, in our world that you can just walk outside at nine o'clock at night. Like you can at your resort and walk up to like the, you know, where you get food or the shop or something and you feel totally safe. There's not a lot of places like that where you can walk around at night and you know you feel totally 100% safe. You can go hop on a bus that's got 30 or 40 other people on it and you feel safe. You go into a park with hundreds upon hundreds and hundreds of people and you feel safe. Uh, there's just something unique about the Disney parks that is made possible by Disney security. I know undercover security has a play too. Just all that kind of stuff. That's what makes that safety feel possible. And, you know, you can, we could do a whole show on this and why it feels like a bubble and the safety aspect of it, but it is because of them. And that's what makes it feel safe because we were talking about that. There's not a lot of places you can vacation. I mean, even like the beach and stuff like that, you go to, there's not a lot of places where you can go out and not, I'm not just saying like getting robbed or something, but getting a, you know, a drunk guy throwing stuff at you or yelling at you or screaming at you, you know, it's just, that's just not, that's just the world we live in. But at Disney, yeah. it still yeah. is, it's a safe. It's going to happen everywhere you go. It's going to happen. I, I just like the fact that they're out there, they're looking at it and people don't realize it. Now, people don't realize what's going on. They, yeah. believe me, they see everything that goes on. You know, yeah, they catch right. people and we just don't even know it. And and that's the, that's the good thing about it because let me tell you something, it's all done and brushed aside before anybody even notices it. And that's the way to do it instead of making a big scene. Yeah. Yes. That's the way to do it. Yeah. And, and you know, Taylor, you're, you're blessed with being able to like, you know, go here and, and I know you know this, but like take friends here and stuff like that. Like I, I, you know, the first time I went to Disney, I've told my story was just several, a few years ago, you know? So I never got to grow up going to Disney or have a place where I, I never really had a place locally where like, you know, there's some places locally, like we would go to Six Flags growing up and stuff like that. But there wasn't like a vacation destination like this where you could bring friends to and where Brian, you know, you would feel safe with your daughter and her friend going to, you know, separate from you because it's yes. Disney, you know, you don't have a lot of places like that in the world where you can just say, Hey kids, you can go right there. And that's fine. Cause you, it's safe. I mean, it's, now I'm not saying that it's totally hundred percent safe and there's not bad people everywhere. Like I'm not naive and nobody's naive here, but I'm just saying the overall safety of this and having a place where, you know, not just kids, but, you know, into teens and into, you know, even young adults can go and feel safe and have a good time still too. And that's, that's important. Big I feel time. like that has to do with the, with the, uh, the staff as well. I feel like, yeah, like the staff actually likes being there and they know, like, even if they sense something off, they will report it. Yeah. That type of thing, especially yeah. with like women. Yeah, so. for sure. Yeah. So yeah, that's a good, that's a good, bring up yeah, Brian. I um, want I want to talk about okay tell your next your next and I'll I'll do my yeah, uh, once you, you go Taylor last. I'll do one last one and then we'll close it out. Yep. 
Got you. Well, you're lucky. You actually took one of mine before, but don't worry. I got I got an extra one. Don't oh, worry. Oh, I was worried. I'm just yeah. <laughs> I got I got an extra one. Don't worry. Don't worry. So right now, this is more not on Walt Disney World news, but Disneyland. There's Disney news in general, but Disneyland Paris has announced that their Avengers Campus is scheduled to open this summer. So 100%, the Avengers Campus in Disneyland Paris, 100% opening this summer. It's very close to being completed, and they're having a Spider-Man web slinger ride. Oh yeah! I oh my that. God! You don't know how bad I want to go to Paris now. Well, you know the funny <laughs> the funny thing is, Taylor. This is a, another interesting thing. There was a survey done recently where it costs less money to go to Paris and go to Disneyland Paris than it does to go to Orlando from where we live. Oh so, my God! I know. So maybe we have to think about that because it actually it's a, it's a somebody did a comparison. It's actually cheaper. But was it like a decent amount cheaper, or was it just like a couple hundred enough bucks? to make it dis- to make it worthwhile? Yes. <laughs> so uh, oh I know that God. Disneyland has the uh, the Spider Man Web Slingers ride, and I yeah. think I saw where Disneyland uh, Paris was going to have some sort of coaster uh, in the Avengers Campus. But I don't know. I've not done a lot of research on it. But e- either way, I just cannot wait. I'm I'm going to be going to Disneyland way before I'll go to Disneyland Paris, but I'm excited to go to Avengers Campus because I was not really, and Brian, me and you talked about this on the last episode where we talked, we did our uh, this or that, and we did Marvel or Star Wars, and which one would you get rid of? And I said that I was not really ever a Marvel fan. I just didn't grow up a Marvel fan <gasps> like, like you did. Gasp! I know. I just never really did it. Not that I didn't like the characters, and I, I did like the characters, but I guess the scope and detail and... uh the storylines that we've been given with the Disney plus series and that kind of stuff, it's just added a whole extra depth. And I think up until this point, a Marvel themed land, if you want to call it like Avengers campus, maybe wouldn't have been as well received by, by Disney fans or guests because well, a Disney didn't own Marvel, but secondly, it's just the story telling and the depth that they've added to these characters like the disney plus series and the movies and stuff like that has added this extra layer oh uh, yeah interest. but uh, no i hear you you know it's funny because there's enough there's probably more than enough people in this world who or or at least you know europe united states who there's people who love star wars there's people who love marvel but they grew up with they grew up with the marvel stuff they never yeah. thought that they were actually going to see it but you did see it in some other parks one thing about some of the Marvel stuff has been out and, you know, Universal had some, Six Flags had right. some. Yeah. You saw some stuff there. So, but this is a different experience. And I think like, you know, the Hank Pym restaurant, I can't wait to go. Like, these are things that I want to go to these things. Um, but yeah. Disneyland Paris, I, I have to tell you, and, and this is something that a lot of people will say, it is the it, it is probably the prettiest castle park. Yeah. If that, yeah. and, you know, because we were talking about Epcot. So maybe... It is that amazing. And I think they just, um, one of the things I did read on that same note was for their train ride, they've actually got, they have a bunch of ponies now that live and they graze around where the train goes by to make you look like you're out on the, on the prairie and stuff. And, um, they have made it that cool looking. So I, that's cool. Yeah. I, I went a long time ago, a very, very long time ago. And I, it was very different than it is today, but I want to go back and, yeah, price wise, Taylor, we have to think about this. Maybe, maybe then we have to we have to avert our next trip. Let's and go, there. go. Yeah, Taylor's like, I'm bored. I'm on board. Yeah, you make I'm it, on board. Anything? Uh, yeah, you make it happen, Dad. Hey. 
<laughs> yeah, no, you make it happen, Dad. I'm I'm there. Uh, so yeah, just let me know when. I'll figure it out. Yeah. All right. So all right. So my next uh, or my last, our last little piece of news here is <laughs> this is really funny, actually. So Magic Band Plus has been discussed and rumored to come out for a long time, and Magic Band Plus made its appearance about probably a week and a half, two weeks ago, but only for a few short hours. And people saw them mainly at World of Disney and possibly somewhere else too, but they actually released the Magic Band Plus early. They weren't supposed to put them out. Yeah, Yeah. by mistake. Yeah, so they put them on the shelves. People bought them. I saw I saw a couple podcasters, people, bloggers, and stuff. They bought them, and they do absolutely nothing. So they they got it out. They charged it. It comes with a charger. It comes with the the Magic Band Plus itself. I think it's twenty nine ninety nine, which I didn't know they were going to be about the same price as regular Magic Bands were, but it seems like unless they change it now that they've released. Well, the other ones now are 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 like plain color ones, right? They're not. They're there's no designs. Right. There's no designs on the ones out there now, and uh, none that like we've seen that are going to have like the picture of Walt and Mickey and a firework on it. None like that. It's just been the plain Magic Band Plus, but it comes with like a charger in the box, a Magic Band itself, and uh, you couldn't. They bought it. And they charged it, and you couldn't do anything with it. It wouldn't even link to your My Disney Experience account. It wouldn't do anything. Well, I thought I heard. I heard when you when you went to the the customer service page, you had a little stitch picture, like stitch. Yes. Stitch is working on this, or stitch is broken. Right. This. So yeah. yeah, that was released by accident. You couldn't do anything except buy it. Really, so that's pretty cool that you know you were there and you got to buy it. But I'm looking forward to what Disney decides to do with Magic Band Plus. And you know, I pictured this. I don't know if y'all have ever seen this, but I know they do these at concerts all the time. I've actually been at like a like a stadium arena where they give you like a little wristband and they have everybody hold their wristbands up at the same time. And it's like a it's like a Bluetooth thing where uh, you can it lights up every they you know they'll make images by the you know the joining of everybody's lights together on their wrist. Oh, yeah. and they'll do some cool stuff like that at concerts. And yeah, so, BTS does that. They, you, everybody, like you can buy. Uh, they're like these little. I don't know what they're called, but my best friend Michelle, shout out to you. She listens. Uh, she has one, and it's like a globe. And then, like when you go to the concerts, or when we went to the live concert in the movie theater, they can all Bluetooth together, and then like yes. they all do the same colors. And yeah, there's a there's it's, a company. It's so cool. Well, but they, you could also they, use the app, and then like change the colors to yourself. Well, but. they do that at World of Color in Disneyland, right? The, World of Color, you go, if you have the hats or the ears yeah, that's right. that are part of the. It all by by wearing them, you become oh, yeah. part of the whole thing, right? You right. remember, right? Tell and and so that that is, but this is probably like one level higher. And that's what this is going to do. You're going to be able to like, you're going to have this on during Harmonious or Enchantment or different shows, and it's going to interact with the show. You know, it's going to have not only lights but vibrations and stuff like that too. You can you'll actually be able to interact with like the 50th gold statues. So there's going to be a lot of cool stuff that you can do with these, and I think really the sky's the limit on what Disney will be able to in- incorporate these as. So I'm excited for when they actually really come out. But if they're putting them out on shelves, that means that Disney has them already and oh, they're yeah. just waiting oh, yeah. to, to well, release them. Yeah, so but maybe they just don't work correctly. Maybe maybe, maybe there's a problem with them and then like they thought they were working and then the prototype well, messed they up. Better have, they better have a lot of charging stations. I think that's another whole thing is... Oh, yeah. One of the, one of the biggest flaws... Like Epcot, again, if you're a DVC member, you can go to the DVC lounge. But... And, uh, 
there are some places that have charging. I know they're trying to add more charging stations to the restaurants and that we're going to see more and more of that, but there's not enough of that right now. And that's up. So they're going to need them like crazy with this. Um, I also heard, I also heard another rumor that if you're wearing your magic band plus and you go to the bathroom, if you don't wash your hands, it gives you like a, a little, it gives you a message that says, go, please go wash your hands. No, no, I'm just yeah. kidding. That, that yeah. part is Imagine. Oh man, I was, about, I, was about to, I was about to keep going on that. It injects a little bit of poison just around your wrist if yeah. you don't wash your hands. Yeah. No. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I'm looking forward to that. I know they're also going to do like the Alexa Hey Disney that you can get for your room as well. And it's, yes. I'm excited for that whole, you know, connecting the guest to Disney on a personal level. And I, I think that is, you know, that's what the Imagineers try to do with attractions. They try to tell a story. They try to connect you to the experience. But you know, a personable, like a personal wearable or a something in your room that will connect you even more personally. I think that's just going to further enhance the experience of the guests. So uh, one last little thing I forgot to mention, which is Connections Cafe and Eatery, two separate things, uh, is now open. Connections Cafe is the Starbucks uh, location now. It's open in the whole, the, what was now Future World next to Guardians. Uh, and then Connections Eatery is on the in the same building on the backside of Connections Cafe. It is the actual restaurant. There's tons of seating in here. Uh, there's a large mural. There's actually what Brian, when you said charging stations, that made me think of it because there's um, long tables that have wireless charging pads built into them. So that's really cool and convenient. There's USB uh, plugs all throughout this place. There's a ton of seating. It's exactly what Epcot needed. The kind of the only similar thing you could do at Epcot was either go to the land pavilion and sit down there in front of like Sunshine Seasons or the Odyssey building if it's even open. Yeah, uh, and and sit Charge. around that area. I know it's but, hard. It's hard. It's but hard otherwise, or, or, or this is what was one. needed. Yeah, uh, find one in a wall that you're not supposed to use. I know it. Mm. Yeah, I yeah. I have uh, one quick thing too. Um, and it's it's really quick, but it's um, two two parts. One is we know characters are allowed. You're allowed to hug the characters again and take pictures with Yay! them and stuff like that. Um, Town Square Mickey has a new 50th anniversary backdrop and has special effects to light up when you take your pictures. So definitely go do that while you can. And Kevin is back walking around in Animal yes, Kingdom. Kevin, Kevin, yes. and the Kevin, la- and the last thing Kevin. is, and we know because of all the supply chain issues through the years, there's still a whole bunch of 50th anniversary stuff coming in all the time. Right. Um, ornaments, and Taylor vinyl masons are back there, and and you they have um, wishables, a lot of orange bird stuff to, that you'll see like that. that and, yeah. Um. There then there's some I heard I saw some pictures of these new space space mountain plushies that are really supposed to be popular now but all that stuff so there's new stuff coming all the time because of these supply chain issues which is pretty cool because that means that people can't all hoard them right and get them buy them all at the beginning so um i can't wait to go out and look at those things but there's one thing on june 9th what are you doing on june 9th evan um, I'll be waking up and then living life and <laughs> okay. eating, probably well, eating. If, if you Who's are, ahead? if you are at Tokyo Disney, cause you remember, you remember with the figment, oh, like- remember with the figment popcorn bucket, right? Oh, so man. on June 9th, now I, I have to tell you that Winnie the Pooh is like psychotically popular in Tokyo, right? I mean, it's got, it's beyond popularity. And so they're having a Winnie the Pooh popcorn bucket. They've even announced a date. Um, it's going to be crazy. I can just imagine the lines there for that. Um, so oh, Evan, did he say you were going learn. to that? Yeah. So, so just I in case you're there, Evan, on the ninth. Yeah. Yeah. He just told me he was going to 
you know, maybe buy that for me. So I'm excited to go to Tokyo <laughs> Disney. So uh, Spoonies, I guess what Brian's sending me to Tokyo. So I'll Yo! be able to report Where's it first. My invite? That was Can my invite? Yeah, that was my last item. Yes, we'll all go. We'll go. We'll, go. we'll, yeah. we'll do an episode from there. But uh, psych- psychotically popular. That's going to be our, our title now. We're, we are psychotically <laughs> popular. But anyways, uh, you know, thank you all for being on here. Taylor, we appreciate you joining us. Hopefully, like I said, you'll be joining us for more. Uh, yes, thank you for having me. You're welcome. Brian, you're, you're not... You're not thanked. So you're not thanked. No, thank I'm you. just kidding. You're, no. you're here anyway. So. Yeah. But uh, thanks, thanks, Boonies, for listening to this. We appreciate it. You can find us, and I'll, I will be posting some. Uh, maybe Taylor and Brian will post some stuff in there too about stuff they talked about. But I'll be posting some concept art for Epcot and the new look of what it's going to be like. Actually, breaking news: I, as this, as you are listening to this recording, as the day it comes out, I am on my way to Disney's Grand Casino Tower at Coronado. There you go. And jealous, I will, uh, jealous, yes. I will be staying for some nights there, and I will be definitely giving my trip report um, within the next couple episodes. So look forward to that. I cannot wait to bring back some stuff to share with y'all, and I'm doing a lot of first and a lot of different things. So I know I'm excited to talk about it, and I hope you'll be excited to hear about it. So uh, find us on Facebook, A Spoonful of Podcast, Spoonie Nation. Find us on Instagram, Twitter. Email us info at a spoonful of podcast.com. Any hate mail, I will forward it to Taylor's uh, mail. It's her email. You don't um, even know my email. <laughs> I'll figure it out. But uh, <laughs> so just thank you all so much for, as you do, always listening to us. We really appreciate our fan base. We appreciate all of you that interact with us um, on the socials. Secondly, uh, we know that you listen to us mostly on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Just leave us a, a star rating or a review. It would really appreciate it. We actually appreciate it, and it helps us grow. It helps us, you know, grow the community. Helps reach out, stuff like that. So, without further ado, as always, broadcasting from the backside of water. Until next time, we'll see you then. Take care, everybody. Bye. Thank you for listening to a spoonful of podcast. You can find show notes, ways to follow us on social media, and all episodes on a spoonful of podcast.com. Now that you've experienced the magic, it's time for the most dangerous part of our podcast the return to civilization.